Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining in on this week's episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Uh, I want to start off by wishing a happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there watching and or listening. Um, I want to send a shout out to my mom, Lori. Uh, thank you, mom, for being my mom, and I want to wish you a happy Mother's Day. I hope you know that I love you and uh, you're special to me, and I... Wouldn't be who I am if it weren't for you. Um, I know that there's lots of people out there listening who would agree that their moms are really the, the cornerstone of who they are and a huge part of their lives. And so uh, this week, I hope that the moms out there feel blessed and loved and celebrated. So um, shouts out to the moms. I want to start off by saying... Uh, thank you to our supporters of the show and, and to remind you all that the best way to become a supporter of the show is to visit the katinas.com click on the give button there and uh, it'll take you where you need to go um, so yeah that's that and I'll uh, get into today's episode with a returning guest I don't know if it's his third third episode um, someone who is uh, an important person in my life and someone who I just enjoy being around. So I'd like to welcome to the show my cousin, Jackson Katina. Jack, thank you for being here, bro. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I uh, this So I didn't really realize this going into this episode, but um, this episode will be coming out the week of Mother's Day. So I want to give you an opportunity, if you'd like, to send a shout out to your mom. Oh, yeah. Um, Mom, Michelle, Sue, Curtis, um, just thank you so much for all that you've done for me um, growing up. Um, I actually have two moms. I have a stepmom as well, Chrissy, Chrissy Katina. Thank you as well for um, just treating me like, like your own. And both are incredibly hardworking, strong individuals um, that... When I think of um, a support system, I think of of my mom's. Um, so Michelle and Chrissy, you guys are incredible, and uh, I thank you so very much. Awesome, bro. Yeah. Um, thanks for that. Shouts out to Michelle and Chrissy, uh, Auntie Michelle and Auntie Chrissy for mm-hmm. me. Um, Jack, you have been on the show in the past, but so we're approaching episode 100 for this podcast um and there's actually going to be a shift in the show i don't know you probably don't know about it. i'll tell you about it later okay um after episode 100 there is going to be a shift um and so we're in the last days of uh episodes that are in this format and so 
I just wanted to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them may n- have not seen you or heard you before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, who you are and how you're related to the Katina family. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Jackson James Katina. Uh, my middle name kind of gives away my, my relation. I'm my, my father is James Katina, the bassist. Um, and I am his oldest son. I'm 26 years old. Um, finishing up school right now, and I live here in Franklin now. Awesome, and it's a treat to have you here back in Franklin. Yes, sir. Um, It's good to be back. It's been a while. Um, We'll get into that, and so as your returning guest, you have had your uh, uh, introduction into the show, and um, for returning guests, I have um, not three questions, but one that I want to ask you. And it will lead our conversations for today. And so you can answer however you'd like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my question is this for you, Jack. What is going on at home? Yeah, so um, I kind of alluded to it. I am a new resident of Franklin, um, returning resident. I lived here for a year after I graduated from Lee. Um, I lived a year here with my dad. And then uh, I got married and, and we moved to Knoxville for about two years um, as I was um, starting physical therapy school. And now um, we moved back. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, doing my last clinical rotation at a results physiotherapy here. And um, we did this intentionally because we wanted to be back here um, afterwards and I just wanted to get plugged into the PT community before um, before we moved uh, and settled down and so yeah we're here um, I'm finishing up school uh, we're currently living with some family friends uh, the deans shout out to the deans it's Leah's my wife Leah um, her best friend Riley's parents and so they've been very gracious in opening up their home to us and um, yeah, that's kind of what's just a brief snippet of what's going on. Yeah? Yeah. All right, so first off, congrats to you and Leah. Thank you. Um, I know that you recently, I hope it's okay I say this, yeah. but you recently passed your, uh, is it your bo- the boards? Boards or, exam, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's like a big step, I'm assuming, yeah, in becoming a physical, th- physical therapist. Uh-huh. Um, so you're on the doorstep of finishing everything that yeah. you've been trying to accomplish. And, um, I honor you for that, bro. One thing I want to ask you mm-hmm. is why physical therapy? Mm. Why did you want to become a physical therapist? That's a great question. Um, it, uh, to, to put it simply, it really just kind of aligned with, who I am. Um, I've always been interested in human performance. I think that stemmed from my my love of sports and my interest in sports. And so, um, kind of when you when you dive into um, the greatness of uh, professional athletes, you look at human performance. Why are they better? And so that that, that kind of that was the root of me being a physical therapist or pursuing physical therapy. But from there. Um, physical therapy, you're really, um, 
you're serving people, which I really enjoy. I find a lot of fulfillment in that. Um, and on top of that, it's, uh, it's based around science, which has always been my favorite subject in school. So I would say those three things, just serving people, uh, my interest in human performance, and then my love for science. It yeah. kind of all just kind of meshed into physical therapy. Yeah, I yeah. think it's... Uh, I, I'm, I've always been interested in like why people are interested in the things that they are interested in. Yeah. Um, and I've been um, inspired by your journey over the last couple of years now hmm. um, in school and um, in preparation for becoming a physical therapist. One thing I want to ask you now is as you're approaching the end of your education and getting ready to graduate um, graduate and just be done with school basically mm-hmm. um, what do you anticipate as like the biggest challenge that that is coming from like you're no longer gonna be a student you're not gonna be uh um, studying for exams or uh, going to classes, all those things, which are, um, I would assume are just have been a big part of your life mm-hmm. in, in the past. What is it? What would you say? Six years, seven years? Yeah. 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 Um, what do you see as like being the thing that's going to be challenging for you moving into this new season of life as a licensed physical therapist? Yeah. Um, Right now, I think um, it's going to be fighting complacency. I was so today. I, I like I, I I told you I've been at um, a results physiotherapy here, but today I got a chance to <clears throat> shadow another therapist at a benchmark physical therapy in Spring Hill, and um, we were having a conversation today about what it's going to look like being a new grad, and one thing that <clears throat> he kind of he said a challenge for you as a new grad is going to be is, um, not being complacent. You've like, you just said, I've been spending six to seven years studying, grinding for this moment to finally have my first like real job. And you kind of just want to just do the thing and sit back and relax and just, and be a physical therapist. But if you're not challenging yourself, um, Ever so often, like so, we, uh, as a physical therapist, you're you are expected to do continued education courses to stay on top of uh, the latest research and the latest techniques and treatments. Because at the end of the day, you are a part of the the medical field, and so just how a, a physician or anybody um, in a doctor's office needs to stay on top of the latest and greatest uh, in the medical you know field. So does a physical therapist, and so we are required to do that. But um, you can kind of skate by and just do the minimum. And if you do that, you're you're just going to be a very average or, or subpar PT. And that's not fair to you and especially not fair to the, your patients. And so I would say just um, fighting compla- complacency and just continuing to push myself, um, yeah. even though it's been a long road. Um, you know, I, I'm not done. I, yeah. I'm still striving. So. Let me ask you this. What is it that you're most excited for um, being out of classes and school and all that? What's the thing that you're like, 
man, I'm, I can't wait to be here. What What is that thing for you? Um, I've been thinking about that a lot through this clinical rotation since it's my last one. Like, what am I looking forward to the most? And I would definitely say just having my own caseload, um, meaning I have my own patients. Mm. Um, for the past year or two, I've been treating someone else's patients and you're, you know, you, you, you give the same effort, but, um, it's a little, you, you take more responsibility and ownership when they are attached to your name and, and your, um, and your care. Um, I think I'm just excited to be able to make my own decisions and do what, do what I think is best for, for my patients. I think that's really exciting yeah. and so in fulfilling. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Yeah, that sounds like, um, sounds like a lot of pressure, mm-hmm. but exciting at the same time. Like just having people entrust to you, um, their health, and mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. It's it's crazy to me to think about because I know a lot about you. Like it's <laughs> funny, like. Uh, I spent four-ish years with you as my college roommate, uh-huh. and now thinking that this is the guy, this guy's going to be treating people and, like, giving them advice on how to, like, live their lives in the way that it's, like, their physical health is on the line. Right. And, I don't know. It's it's exciting to me to think that you're going to be that guy. Yeah. I would trust you. I, I do already trust you. I've been asking you questions about yeah. my back. but um, We need to get to that after this episode, yeah, by the we'll way. Yeah, we'll do that afterwards. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you, it is May right now, mid, mid-May. Mm-hmm. Uh, July is your wedding anniversary. Yep. July 2nd. Two years? Two years, yep. Um, I think we had an episode maybe two years ago where I was asking you about, like, what are you excited about for marriage? <clears throat> and <clears throat> now you're coming up on two years of being a married man. I just want to ask you, like, how is marriage for you? Um, and also... In these last two years, how has marriage shaped you as a person? Yeah, um, it's shaped me. I would the 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 thing that sticks out to me the most is just it pushes me to be more selfless. Um, which I guess I don't think I realized how selfish I was as a single man, mm-hmm. um, and it, it, more so than that. Uh, on a because we dated for four years before we got married, and um, just when you get married and you move in together and you're doing everyday life, day after day, you just you really kind of uh, your wife is almost reflecting who you are back to you, and um, and so you get the most pure feedback that. I think you you could ever get, yeah. um, and so it shaped me to be more selfless and to um, kind of be take more ownership of my my crap, basically. Yeah. yeah, I can totally relate to you when it comes to like marriage, showing you the parts of you that are like selfish, mm-hmm. 
And I think marriage, at least for me, marriage has been like such a mirror. Like it, 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 it has just exposed a lot of things about who I am and, um, even it has exposed the good parts and the bad parts about who I am. Mm. And I'm curious, like as a married person, um, do you feel like, I guess my question is this, like what has marriage, in what ways does marriage expose the ugly parts of you? Or the parts of you that maybe you try and hide from the rest of the world. Like, yeah. How does how has marriage done that for you? Um, just really just how I spend my time, how I want to spend my time. Um, I just like to sp- I like to spend my time doing things that I want to do, yeah. and that what I want want to do doesn't always fit what needs to be done or what she wants to do. There's kind of three different, there's what I want to do, there's what she wants to do, and there's what needs to be done for um, the house or whatever, just our marriage. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I've been very focused on what I want to do for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, yeah, that's, I would say, how it's exposed, you know, some things in me. Uh, Yeah. yeah. I I would say... For me, like marriage has really changed the things that I care about mm-hmm. in the way that before I was married, there are certain things that were not important to me mm-hmm. um, that I didn't spend time thinking about, honestly. Mm-hmm. And after getting married and living living with my wife and... Um, having to live in a way that everything I do is, it doesn't just affect me, but it also affects her. Mm -hmm. Like it has changed the things that I care about. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, I think as a man and maybe I don't know if this is just me or if it's for all men, but it's been, um, I feel like it's been an area of growth for me. Like, being able to spend time thinking about things that um, didn't necessarily matter to me before. And maybe this is the same with you, just like the way that you spend your time. Mm. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what's important to Leah or I I have a feeling it's similar to what's important to Alexis. But um, I don't know. It's just like, I feel like marriage has, for me, has been, it, it, it has opened up a road of growth for me that was never open before. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been hard in some ways, easy in others, but it's been an enjoyable process for yeah. me. I don't know. Uh, have you, I'm hoping, has has marriage been enjoyable for you? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It's been... Uh, it's been so easy and um mm. which has been great. I mean, like you I mean you said it best. I mean, yeah, there are hard there are hard moments and and with growth comes uh friction, but 
it's been it's been relatively easy and um, very enjoyable. Yeah. Let me ask you this, because I know uh, my brother, your cousin uh, Eli, is a married man. Yep. And him and his wife are expecting a, a baby now. Shout out, like any day. Can I say the name? Yeah. It's out, yeah, publicly. Shout out Josiah. Shout out Josiah. Yeah. It's funny you say that because they've been, um, they have kind of said behind closed doors or whatever that they're not sure about the name, but. Oh, okay. Well, but they they don't know anything else. Uh It's going to be Josiah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a. I think it's relatively normal for like for the first baby to be unsure about the name. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Josiah, I love that name. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Eli is getting ready to become a father, which is crazy to say. Um, there is, you know, Alexis and I have had these conversations. There's no guarantee that her and I will be able to have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we are one day. And that would be a blessing for us. And uh, um, it would be a blessing for you and, Ale- or you and Leah to have children one day. But I just want to ask you, like, as you think about the prospects of becoming a father one day, what is your biggest fear when it comes to being a father? Um, that's a great question. I don't, I try not to, to think about, uh, future fears. Mm -hmm. Um, but just thinking about it right now, I would say just failing them as a parent, which I mean, that has a lot of different products, but I guess just um, not not setting them up for success in the future. Um, I know it's very vague, and I don't exactly know what that looks like, but um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not too sure, to be honest yeah. with you. What about you? biggest fear as being of uh, being a father um it would probably be like stifling i don't know how to say this like well let me say it like this it i see myself as when i'm a father there are certain things that i want to instill in my children mm-hmm. Um, certain things that I think are important to being a person and being successful in the world. Um, but I'm afraid that in doing that, I could stifle something that is very powerful inside of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. No, like, it does. Cause I actually, as you were talking, I was, I think I'm thinking the same thing as you, you want to make sure that your, your child has, um, full uh, freedom in expressing who they're meant to be or supposed to be. And you don't want to be too uh, rigid. Yeah. That's kind of how I'm totally. Yeah. But there's like also things like I want my, like I want my children to be respectful. Right. I want them to be humble. Right. I want them to be 
um, God-fearing people. But at the same time, I want them to be curious and confident and um, people who are willing to challenge things. I don't know. There's just like, it's this weird dichotomy or paradox of like, I want my kids to be strong and um, uh, willing to push the envelope. But at the same time, I want them to be people who are respectful. I don't know. It's like... I, I, I don't know how you find the balance of that. Parenting to me is terrifying. Right. And I, I've been thinking about that more and more since my brother has been, uh, him and my sister-in-law have been expecting a child. And thank you for talking to me about being a father. Uh, I know that can be a a weird conversation for some people. I don't know. I've been... um. I feel comfortable saying this. So I've been going to a therapist for the last uh, couple of weeks now. Um, And a lot of what we talk about is things from my childhood and um, things from things that I learned from my my father and my mom. And I don't know. it's, uh, It's been a... It's been an interesting journey for me, like, um, looking back into my childhood and into my past and the way that things have affected me later on in my life. And um, I'm not your therapist, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know anything. But I want to ask you, as you are entering a new phase into your life, like a new season, a new chapter, um, finishing with school, finishing that era of your life. Um, when you look back and think about the steps and the milestones that you reached to get to this point, Mm -hmm. um, do you feel like, there was a certain time where like, or a certain uh, milestone that you reached that was like, man, this was really important to getting me to where I am today. Hmm. Not really. Mm. Um, I've been reflecting a lot uh like we talked about, I just passed my boards, which to be honest has been just from a strict, like a career standpoint has been the biggest accomplishment to date. And, um, and so I've just been reflecting a lot about just like how I got here. And I, it just, it was really just kind of one, one day at a time. Um, I always call it riding the wave. Like I felt like I rode the wave um, I feel like that's a, a good analogy because when, and I don't, I'm not trying to get too deep, but like when you are going surfing, you're kind of just out there searching for something, you're searching for a wave. Um, you don't know when it's going to come, how, it, how big it's going to be. You don't, you don't, you don't control it. It just comes to you. But once you, once you get that wave and you get up, you just try to take it 
as far as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing I've been thinking about recently is, and I think you know this, but just how bad of a student I was uh, in high school and, and basically leading up to undergrad. Um, I was just, I did not care about school. I didn't know where my life was headed. Um, and for whatever reason, once I got to college, like just mentally like a a switch flipped one day. And when I, once I got up on that wave, like I just, I've been riding it ever since. Um, and it's been pretty easy. Um, so there's, there was never like, Oh, once I did this, like it kind of, I started getting in this rhythm. It wasn't, it was just really a a switch flipped. However, when you go back to um, how I was raised and maybe how that affected where I'm at today, I would definitely say just my parents, um, my parents' constant uh, feedback or my my parents constant um support of yeah. letting me know how 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 much potential i have and um just how i guess amazing i i, I truly can be um i don't think i i was not that confident growing up um and and so their just their just constant support of just feeding into me and, and uh, pouring life into me. I think that's a big reason as to why that mental switch flipped. And I was like, okay, I can do this. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I think that the whole, like, oh, I wasn't a good student in high school or whatever, but once college came, I, turned a new page or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't think that was a coincidence. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not really a believer in like, you can just change for no reason. Mm -hmm. Like there had to be something that was like, um, there had to be some sort of influence in your life Mm -hmm. that was like, it, it built that, that great student within you or whoever it was, I don't know, something that you weren't accessing at one point. Yeah. But now, now that you're in college, you are. And I, I think you already kind of touched on it, but I feel like there's probably some parents out there listening who have children that they believe in that are like, they know the potential that their kids have. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not their kids are not accessing it right now mm-hmm. um and i feel like your um transition from high school to college like there was something that your p- parents probably instilled within you mm-hmm. that was awoken when you went to college mm-hmm. for whatever reason mm-hmm. um but could you expound upon like what it was that your parents told you about yourself that um, triggered this new fire within you to be a good student and mm-hmm. to be a someone who excelled and uh, reached heights that people in your family have never reached before. Mm-hmm. Um, I would 
I think of two things. One, what what they told me about myself that maybe I didn't believe at the time. What, um, and on top of that, um, instilling a core um, attribute, uh, which you kind of alluded to, and uh, how a parent um, dancing that fine line. You know, you want to instill certain things in your kids. So I would say um, they told me just. Um, how talented and great I am at the things that I apply myself to um, and, and and then instilling gratitude in me mm. I think the combination of the two is really what helped flip that switch because it was me looking at myself and saying okay my parents tell me that I can do this and I know that I'm giving this mm. and so I'm getting this mm-hmm. um, so why not just actually try? Why not actually apply myself? Um, and then on top of, you know, instilling gratitude in me, um, just a quick backstory of, of our education. We, it was fully paid for by um, the Holtz. Uh, shout out to the Holtz. You guys are incredible. We love you so much and are forever in your debt for um, just the, the gracious um, blessing that was of putting us through school. And so my gratitude of that pushed me to be, to be great and to mm-hmm. pursue something um, worthwhile. Um, I, I didn't want to just continue do, doing what I had been doing in, in high school and just not, not applying myself when I was given that opportunity. So. Yeah. Shout out to Steve and Judy. Shout out Steve and Judy. <laughs> I, uh, we saw them. So you weren't there, but we had a, uh, a listening party for um, the Hymns album, which the containers mm-hmm. are releasing right now. Um, they're releasing a single every month for the next year, basically. Um, we had a listening party for that at the Holt's house and being with them and I, I don't get to see them very often. I don't know when the last time you saw them was, but it's been a minute. Uh, I, I was just able to be with them and um I I was I was able to be with them with uh my wife, who mm-hmm. I met in college, who I wouldn't have met if I hadn't gone to Lee and I don't know. There was a an an element of gratitude that was I, I was able to thank them basically for introducing me to Alexis. Yeah. And that was a fun thing to 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 do and I don't know. I love the Holtz. But yeah. um I know you do too and I I wanna ask you as we as we close um your title of Doctor Katina is coming is it official yet or it's not official i i'm a licensed physical therapist but you have to graduate in order to be a a, you have to graduate your doctorate program in order to have that title so you graduate in june so in six weeks six weeks so in six weeks you will be dr katina um which is as far as I know, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure that has never been a thing in the past, Dr. Katina. Yeah. Um, not your dad, not my dad, not any of our uncles, our aunts, not our grandparents, not definitely not our great-grandparents. <laughs> like, 
Um, you're going to be the first Dr. Casino, which is crazy to think about. And I believe that there's going to be more um, mm. in years to come. Um, but for now, it's just you. And I honor that and I celebrate that, that I get to know the first Dr. Katina. Um, and I get to say he was my college roommate, but mm. I want to ask you like that title, Dr. Katina, what does it mean to you? Oh, um, I mean, it's really not about the title. Like I, I could, that's a, it's, it's a cool title, but, um, I really think about what has led to this moment in, in beyond my life. I look at my, my parents' life and I look beyond that. I was thinking about this the other day and, um, it just inspires me to be a physical therapist who is brave, courageous, loving, and sacrificial. Um, because I feel like that's where we come from. And specifically, I'm, I'm referring to the decision that was made. Um, sorry. <clears throat> the decision that was made by our great grandmother. Um, um, for those who don't know, um, our, our grandfather, uh, Moses Katina, um, his mother had to make a very brave and courageous, loving and sacrificial um, decision to uh, essentially t- uh, sacrifice her own life for for Moses to be born. And um, she, I mean, she did it without anyone looking. She didn't do it for uh, any applause. Um, but she, she made that decision. And I believe that, I mean, look at what that decision has caused. Mm -hmm. I mean, generations and generations are coming from that decision. Mm -hmm. And, um, so that, that moment of bravery and, and sacrifice, um, has led to this point. Um, and so I just want to be, uh, respectful of that and be, um, sacrificial and loving and in my practice, um, and, um, in, in honor of her. And so it's, it's not about the title. It's just about what I can do from here. And so, um, yeah. Well, bro, I am, um, uh, the word proud is not sufficient to say how I feel, but I am proud of you. Thank you. Um, and I think I sent it to you, but for the first time ever, I got to see a picture of our great grandfather, great grandfather, and great grandmother. Yeah, I'd never seen a photo of them before, mm-hmm. 
And uh, that photo came up because the they're using it for the um, the documentary that's going to be coming out soon, just about your dad and my dad's life. Mm. And um, <clears throat> but this has been something that I've thought about for a long time, and I'm I have a feeling you probably have, and a lot of our cousins have, of just the amazing journey that our bloodline has been on Mm -hmm. um, for generations. And when I saw that photo of our great-grandfather and great-grandmother who chose to give our grandfather a chance at life rather than herself, um, I was... I had the sense of gratitude for her. Mm. And I don't know, it just made me think about like the opportunity that I have because I'm alive to make decisions and choices that can affect people that I'll never know. Mm -hmm. And I believe that there will be grandchildren and great-grandchildren that we'll never know um, that will find confidence or inspiration from the fact that there was a Dr. Jackson Katina. And if all you ever do is become a doctor, I feel like it was worth it. Mm. Because there's impact from that. Mm. And I know that you're going to do a lot of great things and you're going to be a, the best physical therapist you can be. But just the fact that you have hit this landmark and achieved this milestone that not many people achieve, um, I believe that there's generations that are going to be impacted by it. So thank you. Mm. And... Um, I'm so proud of you and I love you and I'm so glad that you and Leah are here in Franklin. It's such a treat to have you guys here and we got to have, we got to celebrate Cinco de Mayo with you guys last week. It's just a treat, but I love you, man. And, um, it's an honor to call you uh, a cousin, a brother and a friend. Mm, Thank you. Thank you for those kind words. Um, it's good to be back. I'm, I look forward to, uh, all the time we're going to get to spend together, uh, hitting the golf range, yeah, hitting the studio. Yeah, we didn't talk about golf. <laughs> golf is hard. We're, we're trying to figure out if we're, if we're ever going to be good at golf. But Probably we, not, but yeah. we can smile while we swing. Um, but I'm just, I'm blessed to be around one of my favorite people. So I love you. Love you Thanks bro. for having me. Of course. Yeah. Well, now that you're in town, I'm sure you'll be a regular guest of the show. So, Yes, sir. Um, to those of you listening, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day. Bye.